the UFC has its UFC 200, its biggest event that it was ever going to have. Number of main events, all the biggest stars that they have were going to be participating. And the headliner was a guy by the name of John Jones, who is the light heavyweight champion, considered by some to be the best fighter in the world, the best complete fighter in the world. Except just a couple days, yesterday, last night, just three days before this huge event, it appears John Jones failed a drug test. John Jones will now not be on the card, will not be fighting in this, and so the UFC is facing a bit of a problem. But the bigger question, and we're going to bring on Jeff Joslin, a Hamilton fighter, owner of Joslin's gym, a guy who has fought in the UFC, to chat about this a bit. Jeff, thanks for doing this tonight. Oh, my pleasure, Scott. It's been a long time since you've been on here. Way too long. We gotta we gotta fix that in the future. But this um, f- for people in your business, for people in the fight community, I gotta believe not so much the fact that you're not going to see John Jones fight. That may not be the biggest issue. Would you agree that this probably is what a lot of people already think is what the fight community is about, and this just sort of crystallizes some people's beliefs of what fighters do to get ready for a fight? Uh, I think still a lot of people are still kind of like in, in terms of general public or in terms yeah of no it, it, the general public that probably think oh yeah lots of guys take steroids so this is just you know this is what they do and he just got caught you know I think it's mixed some people you know are still a little bit shocked you know when uh, their favorite fighter gets caught because every fighter kind of says you know I don't do this I don't do that I'm I'm a clean fighter and then all of a sudden they get caught and it shocks all their fans right so and then and there's other people that who follow a lot of professional sports and realize that it is a an issue anytime there's big money to be made that people are going to try to gain an edge any way they can. How, I mean, you've been around this for a long time now. You, what year was your fight? I can't remember now. 2006? Uh, 2006. Yeah. 2006. Okay. Um, you've been around this then for a decade in around the UFC. How much in the world of fighting, how much steroid, how much drugs is there? From my perspective, I've never seen it. Honestly, I've never seen it. Really? I've never, yeah. When I fought, they didn't even test our, our card, I believe. Um, you know, I, I don't know any first, have any first-hand knowledge of anybody that I, I know, um, you know, and I know a bunch of UFC fighters that, that does it. Um, so I don't know what type of, if it's just the guys that are, you know, champions or the guys that are trying to, uh, you know, in, in that upper echelon where maybe one or two fights can make a huge difference in, in terms of paychecks. But really, I don't have uh, any first-hand knowledge of, of uh, steroid use in terms of what I've seen. Well, one of the interesting things was that uh, today, uh, Nate Diaz is a guy. Now, he's a, um, you know, he, he's a guy who likes to talk. He's a UFC fighter, and he always has something to say about something. Today, he said everybody in the UFC, everyone who fights is on steroids. <laughs> Is he saying himself too, I guess? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're saying everybody, you're lumping everybody in there. But, yeah. I mean, it's it, there is, I think my point is, there is a perception in some corners that this is just what happens, that, that guys do this. And, and I remember years ago, I remember going to a, uh, Larry Holmes was up in Toronto, and I listened to him talk, the boxer, and I remember him saying, he said Mike Tyson was on steroids back then. There's just a perception, I think, in a lot of people's minds that everybody who fights does this. You know, I think if, uh, there is a case with where athletes are doing it. It, it's, it also ultimately comes down to this is a sport where you get paid uh, for fighting. You know, you don't get a salary. You're not getting eight hundred thousand dollars a year like the uh, NHL players start at. Uh, you know, you're getting paid when you fight the fight. So 
Uh, it's, it might not be a strength thing. It might not even be an endurance thing. It could be both of those as well, but it's ultimately keeps them healthy so they're able to do the crazy training that uh, us fighters have to go through. So, um, you know, it's breaking down your body. So these guys, you know, if they train, 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 and they're natural and they get hurt or they tweak something because they're pushing themselves to be the best fighter they can be and they don't make it to fight day, all of a sudden that's a huge paycheck uh, that they're counting on to, uh, you know, just to live regular life, uh, you know, gone away. So I think ultimately is to get them, I, I would think that they would be using it just to keep uh, healthy enough to be able to fight uh, and get paid. Okay, so you, you say you've never seen it, that it never showed up in a dressing room or a locker room or a gym, but would it shock you, or does it shock you when you hear someone test positive? Uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't shock me. Uh, I think anytime there's uh, money to be made, uh, and like I said, the sport is crazy in terms of how much uh, you have to, how hard you have to work and how much you have to sacrifice and put your body through. And like I said, it would be nicer, I think, if these fighters could make uh, a salary of some sort um, and, you know, some type of system, some system they couldn't abuse that, uh, because you wouldn't want a guy just sitting on the sidelines and making a salary and not fighting. So I think ultimately it's that pressure to, uh, to show up and fight and be healthy. You know, there's so many times guys get hurt two weeks before the fight and uh, miss that huge opportunity that they had set ahead of them. And they've had to also, they've had to pay for all their training already. Yes. Exactly. So you pay for it, but you don't get anything coming in. What about the testing now, Jeff? What, what you, you, as you say, you didn't do any testing. What, when you take fighters to not even necessarily UFC fights now to lower level cards, what kind of testing is there? Um, no testing that I know. I think, uh, with the, U, with the UFC, uh, you know, they've, uh, the commissions and stuff like that have stepped up and they've, you know, I don't know exactly how it's set up, but you know, they're having testing out of, uh, away from the fight as well. And I think this was a case with John Jones. He was, uh, tested back in June, I believe, which makes me kind of ask why they waited this long to, you know, announce that that close to the card. So, um, but like on the lower shows, there's no testing guys are, uh, you know, any, in a lot of other martial arts, there's no testing as well. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's pretty costly, but I think, uh, at the UFC level and, uh, uh, all the fighters in the other big shows, it's, uh, I think it's very important. What about the sport itself? Because th- there would be those, and I think uh, the number may be rather large, who would say now, Jeff, you know what, this is, the UFC has a little bit of a problem right now. They, George St. Pierre was arguably their biggest fighter. He He's making rumblings that he might come back, but he's not in the in the game right now. Ronda Rousey was there maybe even a bigger star. She loses and she's sort of gone underground and has nothing to do with it. Anderson Silva was one of their big stars. He loses a couple times and I believe he had a, a drug test. And now you've got John Jones with a drug test. This It can't be good for the sport to have so many of the big names on the sidelines and showing no sign of being back in the cage. No, definitely, it's, it's it's not a good thing for uh, each individual fighter's reputation. But it's a it's a weird case where the the sport, the name UFC, is bigger than any fighter's name in the sport. You know, it's very rare that uh, you know you you know you know Mike Tyson, but you don't know what belts he had, uh, what organization. It he was. didn't know what belts he had. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what what belt he had. I know he was a champion, but I don't know what what organization. But the UFC is such a big name um, that uh, you know they're they're ready to build the next star. Uh, there's always the next person ready to fight for for um, you know a low amount of money. And there's a lot of people feeding into the UFC. And I think uh, the sport has a huge name in itself. So sorry, it's the organization that is. Well, okay. So I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this. And we just got a couple of minutes. But when you talk about the money that is involved and what you have to do. I mean, John Jones is one of the biggest stars in the UFC. He was going to make a big payday with this, but there are few guys who are in his pay grade. 
So when you, now this is 10 years ago, but when you fought in the UFC mm-hmm. and you ended up with some concussion problems, you couldn't pursue this, but y- your anticipation was that you're going to go into this fight. This is going to open the door for you. You're going to get a contract. You're going to have more fights. You're going to get bigger paydays. Mm-hmm. It's going to do th- good things for you. But when you fought your first fight, how much mm-hmm. did you accept? How much did you have to accept? What was your pay to uh, go into the cage and fight that pay. day? Starting pay back then, you really didn't have much choice. It was $6,000. You win the fight, you win $6,000, and then uh, it, it goes up slowly from there. And I think nowadays it might be 10000 or 8000 starting. I'm not too sure exactly. And does your training have to come out of that purse? Yeah, you pay your trainers. You pay. Uh, you actually pay a percentage to the U.S. government as well if you fight in the U.S. because they take the taxes off right away. And, yeah, you know, it's not, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, I think a lot of fighters are underpaid, uh, most fighters. You know, even at the highest levels and the sacrifice that you have to put in and uh, put your body through and uh, not see your family and just train so much. It's a, you know, but it's such a passion. You know, people are doing it because they're passionate about it. But I, I would like to see the fighters make more money. And, sure. And if they get an injury and they can't fight again, I, I was fortunate. You know, I got hurt in training. I was training for my second UFC fight. You know, I got a concussion. that bumped my head and I just, I couldn't fight uh, and finish my three-fight contract. But I had uh, my martial arts school to fall back on. But if I was just depending on that paycheck, I would probably would have quit fighting a long time ago. You know, because you have to, you have to pay the bills. You have to live, live your life, and you have sometimes people have family but, to support. But yeah. what you're saying, though, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Then why someone who's at the top of the game might actually do something like take a chance by taking drugs? If there are few guys making lots of money, and you can now, if you get to that level. You can be one of those few people that can make a get, can score a big payday. You got to find a way to stay. You got to find a way to win, and you got to find a way to stay at the top of that pecking order, or else your paydays go away fast. Yeah, you're exactly right. And uh, like I said, you might not get another chance for another two or three months to make that payday again if you don't take that fight or you don't get that fight. So yeah, there definitely is. I, I think that it's kind of a combination effect where uh, the the setup of the fight. Um, the purses and all that kind of influences uh, fighters to make the decision to to fight with some uh, some enhancements. Yeah, you know what? It's it's unfortunate, and I suppose that you could say it for an awful lot of sports. I mean, it's not just um, it's not just UFC. It's not just mixed martial arts. It's not boxing. To, if you, with the money that can be made now for those at the very top of the game, there seems to be, and you're, you're the athlete. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who writes about it and talks about it. You're the guy who's actually been doing it, but it seems that there would be potentially an awful lot of temptation. If there is big money being waved under your nose and the, the trade-off is that you have to maybe do something that you know is wrong and you know could get you in trouble, but boy, if it doesn't, there's a lot of cash to be made. That would be, it seems to me that would be a very big temptation. Yeah, it's very tough. You know, I, ne- I, I never uh, used any of it myself and I, you know, but you can never say when you get to that point where you're, you know, maybe your body's breaking down. This is uh, this is the only way to make money or whatever it is that uh, you know the situation can change your your judgment. So, I think uh, you know it's, it really comes down to each individual and uh, the situation they're in financially, uh, in terms of uh, their life as well. So, you know, there's many factors involved. I'm sure. Jeff Joslin, who now operates and does everything at Joslin's gym on Concession Street. Uh, you can find him there if you if you want to learn to fight. I'm sure Jeff would be happy to teach you and, and even more would be happy to put you in several holds that would have you tapping out before you could actually describe what the hold is. Um, he can do it to nice you. Way, in the nicest way possible. He can do it to you. Build, build you up. Yeah, sure. a lot nicer than Hoist Gracie would have. If uh, I'll, I'll tell that story someday on the air. Uh, Jeff, really appreciate you doing this tonight. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Anytime.